welcome to this week's episode of Free Circle Freedoms. I'm Ed Waters, your host, and this week we dive back into our reading of Visualized American Government, 1964 edition. In this week's episode, we will be covering expansion of federal authority in the economic field. Let's waste no time and get into Free Circle Freedoms. Expansion of Federal Authority in the Economic Field The Constitution specifically grants Congress several powers of an economic nature. Chief among these is the authority to regulate interstate as well as foreign commerce. In the early period of our history, this power did not mean nearly as much as it does today. Industry was organized on a small scale, chiefly with the object of meeting local needs. Agriculture was conducted largely on an individualistic and self-sufficient basis. It was felt that Congress should employ its authority over interstate commerce merely to restrain the several states from erecting harmful barriers and to encourage shipping and navigation. But the revolution which occurred in industry, agriculture, and transportation during the 19th century recognized the country's economic life on a national scale. Spurred on by the growth of the factory system, by the development of the methods of mass production, and by the rise of the giant corporations. Industry leaped across the state boundaries in order to buy necessary raw materials and to sell its finished products. Farming lost much of its self-sufficient character and became a business enterprise, producing huge quantities of food and other commodities and receiving in exchange a variety of manufacturers and other finished products. The builders of the transcontinental railroads and telegraphs and telephone lines were engaged in activities which could not be confined by the straitjacket of state boundaries. Extension of Federal Regulation The expansion of industry and agriculture was accompanied by an increase in federal regulation. At first, in order to safeguard the federal public and legitimate business enterprises from predatory and monopolistic practices, and later provide orderly and impartial supervision for all major business activities. Gradually, Congress employed its power over interstate commerce to supervise the operation of railroads, oil pipelines, airlines, trucks and buses, to regulate telegraph and telephone lines, 
to supervise radio broadcasting, including the assignment of wavelengths to check unfair competitive and business practices, to limit the growth of monopolies, to ensure the sale of pure foods and drugs, to safeguard the public against the issue and sell of fraudulent stocks and bonds, and to engage in a variety of other economic activities, which in the words of one writer, have made the federal government a silent partner in every large business. Other Instruments of Federal Regulation While Congress has relied most heavily on the interstate commerce power, it has also made use of other powers of an economic nature. Chief among these are the authority to levy taxes, to coin money and regulate the value thereof, to fix standards of weights and measures, to establish post offices, and to issue patents and copyrights to inventors and authors. As our industrial and social organizations has increased in complexity, these powers have grown in significance. That's going to be a wrap for this week's episode of Free Circle Freedoms. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe, and join us next week when we dive back into Visualized American Government, 1964 edition. Next week we're going to cover expansion of federal power during periods of emergencies. It's sure to be exciting. Make sure you also Join us over at deadamerica.website on Wednesdays when we release Dead America podcast. Thanks for joining. I'm Ed Waters, your host. Out.